You're listening to Podhaven. Apparently alligators are always erect. Is what I'm learning. Horny alligators, huh? Oh man, all these are so bad. <laughs> That's actually gonna go at the front of the episode with no context. Yes. Uh, as you know, we're we're on the motorway mm-hmm. right now yep. in a car. You can mm-hmm. hear the sound of the car driving outside. Yeah. Ow. I'm a car. There's one. Um. Yeah. Uh, we're going towards. Uh, we're we're taking. Um. Well, first of all, I'm going to say Betpool's the chef is driving, despite some of the contentious history we've had together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chef. Um, Sorry about that passing traffic, and it's going to get annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it should like stop. Maybe we should wind the window up. I can imagine it wearing very thin. Oh, I've wound wound the window up. It's a very squeaky car. It's very old. Yeah. Um. I got my driver's license fifty-eight years ago. Thanks, Betpuss. Uh, we're taking the warlord back to his village, mm-hmm. uh, which, as we talked about, is in Kent. Yes. Uh, and I, oh, yeah, we're just arriving now. We're getting out of the car. Click, step. Uh, oh, can you hear that in the distance? We are people, we are the village of the, we are people, we are the village of the, we are the village of the, we are people, we are the village of the, we are the people, we are the village of the, we are the Is it that we got to experience such a cultural aspect of this? I, I really am honoured. Very, yeah, honored very distinct. Undeniably so. Very <sighs> distinct culture within mm. Kent. My heart swells. I'd get that looked at. That could actually be a problem. Yeah, I, I, I've been meaning to talk to a doctor about it for quite a long time, but you know how it is. You just don't have time. Meatloaf. Not when you've got endless podcasts to record. Hello, I'm the village elder, Monkey Man. Okay, hello. If you don't mind me saying, you sound a lot like Corporate Man. No, I'm Corporate Man. I'm here too. What are you doing here, Corporate Man? There's no corporation in Kent. It's a pure place. I I was on top of the car the whole time. 
It was scary. I got a bug in my eye. Are you here to corrupt? Would you like a microtransaction? I'd really rather not. No. Okay, I'll leave then. It's a long walk back to London City. Well, you better get started. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm wa walking away. Bye. Um. Terribly so sorry, Village Elder, for that vampiric interruption. Oh, it's quite okay. As you know, we're a peaceful village. I see you've returned our wayward son to us. But he seems to be quite ill. I'm the warlord and I'm dying. I've come back to see my village and my husband one last time. Quite, I'll, I'll go and fetch him now. Hello, it's me, Wanky Beats, the warlord's husband and number five rapper from Bristol. Alright, I'm going to drop the accent oh that I used to make myself sound more... I'm dropping the accent that I used to make myself sound more appealing to the kids. This is my, my actual... I'm Wanky Beats. And I'm the warlord's husband, I am. Yeah, you got to do that BBC accent. Yes, quite. This is, this is Wanky Beats' uh, professional accent. Yeah. Whereas Wanky Beats, number five rapper from Bristol, white rapper from Bristol. Sorry, number five white rapper from Bristol. Mm -hmm. I'm actually the number seventy eighth rapper from Bristol because most most of the rappers from Bristol aren't white. Well, it's all how you frame it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm the war. I I moved here to a bit, live with my husband, and then he went off to the war. Ah, wouldn't you know it? I wrote a rap about it. Are you ready to hear it? Oh, I, am I don't so think ready. I am. <laughs> I'm Wanky Beats, and I'm here to say my husband's in the war in a major way. Quite. Do you like it? I was transported. Uh, well, since we're all here, I think we we should we should probably use the uh, village recording setup to record an episode of the Andy Haven podcast. Yeah, With me, your one. host, Elodie Cunningham. <laughs> Joined by... I'm Josh Rivers, hello. I'm Martin Bryson, hello. <laughs> I'm slightly concerned by the idea of just sort of leaving the warlord kind of quietly dying... Well, he's with his husband, and he's okay. with his people. I don't know how I much guess. we were expected to do, to be honest. Yeah, we brought him back. I'm we a did. little yeah. amazed that we were expected to do anything ever, to be honest. I mean, when... I feel like we've got enough stuff on public record that you'd think would advise people against that, but... Look, it, ultimately, like, we work on sitcom rules here, okay? We do whatever the plot needs us to do. That is true, and the plot needed us to take the warlord back to his peaceful village. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's simple people in tune with nature. And the, other th the other thing about it that is... Um sitcom like is that we pull things from the past whenever we need them and ignore them whenever we don't true yay <laughs> completely true history is optional <laughs> uh so um this is the new haven podcast it's about video games we okay. love them we do it we have fun we have done a couple of those haven't we playing them i've been known to yeah 
specifically about independent video games by independent video game creators. Now, um, oh, before we go any further, I want to say I want to. Uh, this is this is a call out podcast now because I want to call out Jim Fucking Sterling for snatching Sam. our fucking deal. <laughs> did you see the latest episode of the Jimquisition? Where he just yeah. did Earth thing at the end. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, he did. Oh. He did just do our thing. I Didn't mean, even credit. To be fair, we have been stealing like a million things of his every day. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a power dynamic here. He's he's the big daddy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Theft should punch up. He's he's big daddy burps. <laughs> and as much I understood as I that reference. That, as much as I love and respect my dead big daddy burps. I have to. I just. I just. I had to. I had to call him out. I had to. It had to be done. I'm glad you understood the reference, Josh. So am I, because it would have been the police. Yeah, the police <laughs> are coming. Police are uh, coming to arrest us for our reference usage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them a minute to pass on by to wherever their fascist thieves are. Nino, Nino, you're you. Stop doing a crime. You don't even have to be doing the crime. This is America. They'll just come after you, whatever. Oh, yeah, I forget. It is America for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, this is America. I'm Han Solo's best friend. And also the Lion King. This is America. Alright. You know, I was so disappointed when I found out that the streets were not actually paved with cheese. I spent yeah. my entire life believing this was the case, that maybe if I just got to New York even... Oh, oh we're talking about America again, okay. I'd... Yeah, yeah. We, we briefly were doing Childish like Gambino. Yeah, yeah but... I know, and then I moved on to an unrelated America thing. <laughs> yeah. We went back Do to slavery. Know... What was I going to say? Oh, I remember. Yeah, we have a thing that we're going to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I need to find the web a website that explains this, because... Um. Okay. Uh, so you know Valhalla by Sukaban Games. Yes. Yes. We talked about it multiple oh, times. Yeah. Mhm. Um. So you know how it's an indie game. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, would you expect it to have had a crossover event with, uh, anime? Gacha game, mobile game, girls frontline, where all the characters are assault rifles and shit, but as uh, girls. You fucking whom? What? <laughs> this is the thing I discovered because I kept getting adverts uh, for girls frontline, and I was like, why does that character look like Jill from Valhalla? And then it turned out it was actually Jill from Valhalla. Oh my god. Huh. How did this happen? I, I don't know, rent probably. I don't know how it happened. It's a girl's frontline, I think it's a Chinese game. If I'm right, I'm going to have to double check that. Let me check that now. Oh yeah, Chinese mobile game yeah. developed by Mika Team. It is, yeah. It is a uh, movie anthropomorphism game, which is a genre I did not know about. So... Uh, it's it's something. 
I mean, it, it certainly is a thing that happened, and I'm not entirely sure why, and I'm not entirely sure how I'm supposed to react. And I think the re the honest answer is I'm not supposed to react. Uh, now, I've got because there's there's just no version of it that ends well for me. I feel I've like. got a website that has all of the info on for okay. you to peruse with me. You can also see all of the artwork, and it's it's very it's very gacha game, mm -hmm. uh, and very not Valhalla apart from like the first image for each character. Mm -hmm. Which is just them in the style. Have you seen some of this stuff? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely not Valhalla. So. <sighs> they announced Along it, with... so they're, they're definitely complicit in this. Yeah. So, along with having. Along with having just the characters, there's alternate art where they are partially, like their clothes are partially ripped off in various mm -hmm. fashions. Of course, yep. there is. Uh, and I like that Jill comes with the bar. That's fun. <laughs> uh, but then it also has very weird things, like Jill as a yeah, a I'm, Moe I'm magical right girl, now. a Moe magical girl style character. Uh, where in her clothes ripping one, her latex is ripping off around her underwear, and you can see the outline of her gapooper. Mm-hmm. Uh... Maya done smashed her fun stick, what she has. Yeah. yeah. Also, they've also kind of blurred out the broken bit, which implies it's phallic. Yeah, it's made out of dicks, did you not know this? Yeah. Apparently fun not. Fun fact about starves. <laughs> I think that's just that's just because it's like game over. It's all pixely because of video games. Yeah, I think that is what. Out of it. I think that might have been what the uh, the character in the little game you could play on the con uh, the arcade machine in the nightclub in the game looked like. Oh right, okay, okay. In which uh, in which case that would be actual effort that's gone into this. So yeah, well no, the, a lot of effort seems to have gone into it. There's loads of like specific items and stuff for the game as well as the characters mm. but at the same time it's also got stuff like Alma from the game in a, a ripped Seifuku with her gigantic breasts sticking out yeah see effort in some very odd directions yeah I would um, say wildly misplaced yeah, and the the one that makes me the most uncomfortable is for I've sure Dorothy. Yeah, yeah, because correct. Do Dorothy, yep. Dorothy in Valhalla, her whole thing was that she was a sex worker robot who had the mind of an adult and the body of a younger teen. Oof, is that some troubling territory? It it was trouble. It was troubling, but they handled it in such a way that. It didn't feel uncomfortable. Like it didn't feel uncomfortable from their position yeah, in uh, Valhalla. In, in Valhalla, yes. Yeah, but Fast how it's being used to. here? Be yeah, because she was never explicitly sexualized by the thing itself. She was just open about 
her sexuality and her work. Yes. She we, uh, but in this case, uh, well, first of all, her main art is her lifting her skirt up, and bear in mind she does still look like a child. Mm-hmm. Um. Then her her ripped clothes are. She looks even more like a child because of the way she's sobbing. Uh, but you can see her bra and things, and her her foot in the sock, but with very defined toes, is out. Uh, then it gets weirder because for some reason she's Christmas. Yeah, that one confused me more than anything. But um... but then once again with the feet, she's like sat in a, which to be fair, it's cool that she's sat in like a uh, sat in an Android recharge station thing instead of just sitting on a chair, but she is taking her uh, like uh, what would you call those? I never remember what to call those. What, it's like, like a stockings? tight I mean, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's a, stocking. a stocking. It's like thigh-high stockings, right? That's what they are. I guess, but I guess. it's not it's like thigh-high tights. Yeah. Removing it uh, in what I would argue is the least practical way. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're gonna tear them like that, you know. Yeah, um, and again, you can very much see the outline of her toes through the material. Yeah, right. When an artist really tells on themselves. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can you can now get you can. How? How did? Hmm. What led even, to Because like that—that's the thing. They had, like, they had that as a character in this game, and like made a point not to go the direction that this was always going to go with it. Yeah. So why then? Like, like, what caused the... them to double back? I guess is my question. I don't know because the. The way Dorothy was handled, I thought was really impressive because it's such a difficult tightrope to walk, yeah. and it's such an important question to like bring up when you're in a cyberpunk setting. Looking at you, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, you toothless piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you don't—they don't explicitly say what your gender is. You just have two—you just have very binary body types. So it's just, all we're just going to code it instead of saying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can think it in your brain mind. Yeah. As long as we don't have to, because it's difficult. But we're not talking about that right now. It's difficult to do, and it makes me does a scared out of my bum. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, Dor- Dorothy is an interesting character, both because. Because of the questions she tackles and the fact that she is such a fleshed out individual as well mm-hmm. within the game. Uh, and the main question that they kind of bring up with her as a character is like, how tolerant are we of harmful sexual proclivities in a society where robots that aren't actually the thing can do it? And also, how 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 do actual sentient sex workers who are also robots 
what mm. what what there's a lot of questions you know what i'm yeah. you know what yeah. i mean the listeners yeah. know what i mean yeah uh but yeah and then they just kind of they're just kind of throwing that out here yeah just sort of entirely and i mean I, I guess there must have been something in it for them but presumably money because i cannot fucking fathom but why what else they could get. I, I don't know I don't know. Why? I don't know what other offers they were getting. To be honest, I don't know how much they needed it. I just don't know why why Girls Frontline approached them or why they approached Girls Frontline because it had to be one or the other. They didn't just like pass each other in the street and instantly decide together at the same time. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, it also makes me very uncomfortable that Girls Online refers to its uh. Girl anthropomorphized gun girls as tea dolls. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. gonna That's ask. Immediate red flag. I'm not f- too familiar with with uh, girls frontline for reasons that I hope are obvious, but um, yeah. What is that? Yeah. I am reading a blog, uh, right now. Good. Written by Fernand. <laughs> just in general, you know, just to take yeah. my mind off. Reading's fundamental. Keep at it. You're doing great. <laughs> You've made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh... Fuck, what was it? <laughs> Shit, carry on without me. I'll, I'll, I'll remember later. Uh, oh, yes. Buy on uh, Sukiban Games Official Webfront. They posted a blog about this. Uh, well, someone did. Someone called Fernando Damas. I don't know if that's a developer or a project lead or just a rando. But uh, I doubt it's just like someone with nothing to do with them because it is no. I mean, it's it is someone to do with the the company, but I'm not sure what their position is exactly. If they're just like a social media person or what. Um, but they really seem fairly enthusiastic about it. Well, like, they're of course, not... they're going to have to come out as enthusiastic. But no I feel like what. there are ways to do that. Like there are ways where you can say, like we're into this. This is like a thing that's like I hope you're excited about it as we are. And we then are thrilled to this, pursue this partnership. Oh. Where they talk at great length about how much they admire Girls Frontline. Uh, I... Just in general principle and. Hmm. Mm. Mm. It's a gacha game with some uncomfortable implications. Oh, but some of the stuff they did on this crossover is really interesting as well, though. Jill can mix drinks using the actual items that you use to mix the drinks in Valhalla, and they they like have stat increases for the characters, but uh. Each drink is a preferred drink of different characters from Valhalla, like they have in the actual game. Mm. There's some really, really fun stuff. Well, it ain't it ain't mutually exclusive. Like you can genuinely have some interesting ideas and also problems. I'm finding their willingness to like. Just to, to openly not just praise Girls Frontline as a game, but also to openly like print apologetics for its free to play mechanics, uh, really unsettling. They they did what? 
Well, I've just I've just realised that there's uh, captions that explain what each of the alternate costume things are. And the first one is Magical Girl Julianne, which is the game that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So that is. Then uh, Dana's one is the Red Comet, which was her wrestling persona. Uh, so they put their work in, so, but yeah, then you have. That, but it's the, then been... you have Alma having school adventure. For some reason. And Dorothy having Mega Santa as her alternate costume. Which is just bizarre. <laughs> and now also uh, you've introduced this effort, this element of apologism. By the sounds of it. I will it. share this. I will share this blog with you just so you can yeah, I need to what I'm talking about here, yeah. Uh, say is friend of the year is her one. For, I don't really get it. She's like a cat girl in it with a pipe. I, you know that one sure, friend is not? a cat girl with a pipe. We all have them. You yeah, know, we, we all have that one. Also, she's she seems to be wearing um, what I'm going to charitably call a Celtic cross style thing, Oof. but it's very close to uh, which is uncomfortable and weird. Uh, and uh. Stella is friends' armor, and I guess she is friends with. She she's friends with Say. That's the thing, but I, I don't really get it. Um, and then it seems like the effort is inconsistent. Yeah, <laughs> they have so many like extra things. Like um, you can get Rad Sheep from the game as a pet. I don't know why there's pets in this game, but there is. Uh, and you can get Anna Graham as a fairy. I don't know what a fairy is. There's so many different things about it. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, I'm like, this make me more sense if you knew more about Girls Frontline, but I also have, like, no inclination to know more about this game, so I... <laughs> it kind of puts me in a weird position here. Uh, so it's just, it's just confusing me because so much effort has gone into some things and so much of it is so weird... But then, at the same time, why did this happen? And it's unusual for indie games to have crossovers like this with gacha games in general. Yeah. And... Now, I, I would say, look, doing a little more research here, looking further back in the blog on their official website, an, en- an entry from uh, April 1st of this year, they talk about how the studio is struggling because a number of their members are in Venezuela and they're having some difficulties because of that. It made it hard for them to, to work together and to be open about the kind of work that they're doing. Uh, it is possible that was a factor. I'm just trying to find a way to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, I don't. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like trying to think of apologetics. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, the, the, the studio did find themselves in a hard situation yeah. not quite recently. Like, the last blog entry we had yeah. was, was, was about that. So it is possible. Now, I'm not saying for sure that's the case. I don't want to go that far. I don't want to say this makes it uh, I've just I, but... I've, I found the uh, promotional video, which I've also posted in the chat. Yeah. And again, it's something where loads of effort has gone in to like emulate the aesthetics of the original game. 
including using the music and everything, and the art style, but... I've now read the thing. The enthusiasm... seems to be genuine. I mean, it's... Again, yeah, it would it be a weird read... amount of effort to put into otherwise. But it doesn't read like ad copy to me. The... Like, it feels like they really wanted to do this. Yeah, the, the apologising on behalf of the gacha mechanics naturally made my skin crawl. But beyond that... I think for me, the context of it made it worse than it would otherwise be. Yeah. If I'd read that in isolation, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Like, what... Okay, like it's gross, but it's not the worst that I've seen. But given the context of a collaboration with a gacha game as they're doing this, it gives it a much more kind of... A much more grotesque element to me, but that may just be my personal yeah. kind of hang up about that. I mean, I, I play I play Fire Emblem Heroes a lot. That's a gacha game, but it's also not. It doesn't have that quite a weird, gross context. I just I I knew I had to bring it up as soon as I saw that ad. Yeah, yeah. I Why kept getting this? ads for it. It was like, what the... How? Why? Where? What? Who? Doom Wheel? Doom, Doom Wheel. Doom Wheel. Doom Wheel at the end of the Doom day. Doom Wheel. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. This is the Josh of the podcast, here to issue a quick content warning. The next section deals with some really quite heavy subject matter, so if you don't want to engage with any of that, you can skip to the 53-minute mark. The subject is... it's the night in the woods thing. So inevitably we wind up uh, having to address the subjects of both abuse and suicide. So, again, skip to 53 minutes on the recording if you want to avoid that. Thanks for listening to the show, I'll now hand you back. So from bad to worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mm, Much, uh, much worse. I didn't didn't even fucking think about that. (sighs) Yeah. All right. Now this this is this is going to be a f- fun and kooky episode of the indie. Yeah, it really is. Indie, Welcome indie to the shit podcast. time special. I look at me, Davikaja. I'm here from the drugs. Uh, that in and of itself is not exactly helping. Yeah, no. That's maybe one of the worst topics. To do. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it was it was I'm... deliberate. I was calling attention yeah. to it. I'm just because uncomfortable talking about this. I, uh, sorry, your satire is correct, but it's a yeah. little too yeah, correct. I mean, you, you, were, you were on point. It's, mm. I, was, I was satirizing our own fucking thing because, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, okay, so we pro- you've probably figured out where this is going by now. Um, but for those who do have not, we would like to address the night in the woods situation. Uh, which... Quite. How to introduce this to someone who hasn't kept up with it. Uh, one of the three people, creators, behind Night in the Woods, a game that we have talked about before, not in great detail, but... I have. never actually played it. It was yeah. a perpetual on my wish list. Yeah, it's, it seems to be that way for a lot of people. It's a game that got a lot of praise, a lot of, uh, from what I can gather, quite deserved uh, praise um, for its really interesting art and really creative kind of story. One of the three creators behind that game was accused by several people of uh, many, many years of abuse, both sexual and physical, and mental and emotional, and basically all the flavours that you can imagine. 
over the course of many years. And uh, when this revelation came out, uh, he was removed from future projects with that group of people. And there was a large outcry, as is to be expected. And less than a week later, he... And I'm going to place a quick trigger warning in front of this in case anyone's going to be affected by mentions of suicide, because that will be discussed here. He did, in fact, commit suicide. Now, obviously, with everything happening so quickly, that created a lot of uh, tension which has exploded in a few different directions all at once. Um, figures who became kind of... Uh, Scott Benson, who was the another one of the three people responsible for uh, Night in the Woods, has spoken out about it in great detail. He's actually written some very, uh, some very detailed things about his relationship with Alec and um, with the experience of making the game and how he dealt with that and kind of his, has, from, from the start, lent his support to the people who came out to talk about what had been done to them. So that's basically the story up till now, as I understand it. <sighs> so yeah, it's not fun in any sense. No. Uh, there is nothing about this that's good. There's really no positive thing to take away from any of this. No, this, this is really... We, we can't really do our typical podcast shenanigans around this. It just would feel... Tacky. Well, it would it would feel tacky to do that, but also it would feel just sort of kind of shitty of us not to acknowledge that it had happened. Yeah, we we talked before we started recording about whether we wanted to cover this. Yeah, but we we talked about difficult things in the past, and I think this is a particularly important one to actually address. Yeah, it is. I, I I would admit I was I was on the fence of whether to talk about it partly because I wasn't sure I knew how, um, but um, but uh, ultimately and Elodie was correct um, that we couldn't ignore it we couldn't not talk about it so uh, yeah it's out there now and we have kind of I mean I don't think we need to make a statement on how we feel about this I think that should be self evident yeah um, but yeah just so it's completely. Uh, unequivocal. We obviously completely condemn what is hap- what, what, what what Alec did, what uh, occurred there, what that whole. Without going into too much detail, with what, everything he did was abhorrent, and the correct response was to remove him from any projects, remove him from any uh, involvement with anyone anyone was working with, and to call attention to what he had done was the correct thing to do. Yes, and there's so no doubt in my mind about that. So, um, yeah, just just to completely clear up any possible iota of lingering doubt about where we stand on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know really what else to say, so you can take it away if you want to. Sorry, I'm just, um, I'm eating a bit of chocolate because you were talking for a while and I wanted something to eat. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Enjoy your chocolate. Oh god, I can't finish it. Oh no. You feel under pressure? Josh, you say something. <laughs> I kind of don't have any words right now. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, this entire episode has just been... Fuck. 
fuck. Yeah, so I mean that, that's fun, that's fundamental. That's fundamentally all I can really say about this. It, like, it's you don't need me to tell you that it's fucked. Basically, like this, my input is redundant. You can. I think. I think the one thing. What's the one thing I wanted to talk about? I guess one very short thing. You can feel however you want to feel about the mm. game, about Night in the Woods, and that's you know yeah. your. Your decision to make. Yeah, that is absolutely the least with. important detail in all of this. Yeah. Is... yeah. I, I would say um, stop making that the reason you're talking about it because there are a lot of people that are doing that and I don't think that, I think that's quite disrespectful. Yeah. I just wanted to get that maybe out there. Yeah. That's the only other thing I could think of. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much more we can say so it may be best if we just moved on. But if you've got something else you want to bring up, then... I just... It... This whole thing... Well, obviously, there are certain subsets of people who are using this to decry any yes. kind of um, acknowledgement of anyone's mm. shitty acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Without wanting which... to mention names, um, specifically because I don't think right now is a good time to draw any more attention to any of the people already being targeted, mm. as much as we're probably not going to be a major factor in that. I don't want to take any risks in that respect. Uh, but um, there are people, uh, target people who have been targets of this before, who are being targeted again with this as an excuse to do so, and that is, yeah, that that, that is something that is happening. So, yeah, of course, and just people blaming the suicide on anyone who mm-hmm. uh, called out the sexual and physical assault, or even or, anyone who condemned it. Yeah, condemned it. Um, anyone who felt uncomfortable with making a decision to buy the game and the fact that and I hate the fact that well we're all friends here yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm not saying I hate that fact <laughs> yeah that, that was a very that was a, it was yeah. a different statement what I hate is that what this means is that it's muddied this is going to sound horrible. It's all going to sound horrible. There's just no avoiding that at this I point. Just, the fact that Alec committed suicide, for a lot of people, that's going to muddy the conversation about how we look at art that has been even part created by horrible people who've done horrible things. Hmm. Obvious, it sounds crass for me to say that. Oh, we could have talked about this, but then the suicide happened and it all muddied up. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying mm. is that this is going to affect the conversation hugely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's an objective fact. I mean, that's yes. not yeah. crass to say that. I think it's just making an accurate observation. Yeah, it absolutely just... is going to fundamentally alter how this conversation progresses. <sighs> And it's a conversation that we should be having. Yeah. yeah. And there's no one to blame for that, is the thing. Yeah. And that's always difficult. And again, that may sound kind of shitty, but it is always difficult when you don't have somebody to put 
the blame on, and I'm just as guilty of that as anyone yeah, else. It's human nature. We want, at the end of the day, we want an ability to control and resolve the situation, and if there is something to blame, then there is a thing that can be changed in order to affect that outcome. And that's that's what a lot of people who decry cancel culture, as it's called, yeah. uh, will use that. They'll say, like, oh, you just wanted to be able to blame this one person for something, so it led to this horrific thing. But that's... that's I uh, There is an aspect of dogpiling that happens on the internet. It's inevitable in any community, because not everyone's going to know that everyone else has said the thing. Yeah. Or even, like, think about... They, they may not even, like, consider the way things mount up. Obviously, it's not a single one of the people who brought up the issues' as fault that this occurred. Mm. And it's not the person who committed suicide's fault for committing suicide that the conversation has been altered, such as it has. It, it should be noted, uh, maybe as a, a detail to add to the story yeah. here, that uh, according to a blog written by Scott Benson, who knew Alec very well, um, and was quite devastated by the the news of what of what had occurred. Um, that he, Alec had a long, a long lasting kind of a, rec, a habit of threatening suicide when confronted with uh, the consequences of his abusive behaviour. That is something he had been doing for over a decade, which and is it, often an abuse tactic. Yeah, and it is something which, again, is not the same thing as actually carrying it out, and should not be equated that like that. Yes, but again, it is another factor that needs to be considered in how this plays out. I think I don't know for sure, and to be honest, as has been said by many other people, it, that, that there is no good way to talk about this. There is no nah. good way to bring this up. Um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it because this conversation still needs to be had and we need to be able to negotiate these very difficult and complicated things yeah. effectively. And we need, we need to be able to have the conversation about... We need to be able to have the conversation about how internet culture is changing the way everyone interacts and the way people perceive blame and victimhood and all that mm -hmm. uh, we need to be able to talk about we need to be able to talk about supporting art as well but that that feels like a crass conversation to have at this point because of how drastically the situation has video games aren't video games are important because all art's important but they're obviously not the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, th I think the, the proximity to the event is kind of what's so important to this, though. Yes, yes. Because these are conversations that you can have in art, <clears throat> yeah. usually long after the fact. Yeah. We talk about, now, we can talk about Vincent van Gogh's deteriorating mental health yeah. during a period where his art wasn't appreciated. And but that's not that's not viscerally like we're saying. Oh, those people just didn't appreciate it, appreciate his art, so that's why he. That's why, yeah, yeah. But this has all happened 
in real time on the internet as part of a long series of culminating events within certain subsections of internet culture that have risen up over the last few years and it really brings into context how much we're just not equipped yeah. to yeah. I'd like to bring up one more thing and that's that currently uh, online well People such as um, Matt Pat, have been bringing up a different, similar situation uh, with the streamer Etika. Mm. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think so. I'm not totally sure, but I think so. Who had some controversies including being banned from Twitch for using homophobic slurs and things like that. He disappeared and was announced dead from suicide this summer. Once again, people have been trying to blame it on cancel culture. Uh, But... And about how people... Other people are talking about how people respond to people with mental health issues on the internet yeah i mean ultimately yeah. this is a, a, a different manifestations of what i meant yeah uh, the, very, the reason i'm bringing it up because it's a similar story that's coming up a lot i just bring it up because this is a conversation that's reaching its head at the moment and it needs to be had i don't i don't know if i'm prepared to actually have the proper conversation right now I just wanted to air some, like, surface-level thoughts about it and make sure that we're actually talking about it, because I think it's a really important thing to talk about, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Um, I am now speaking to you in post. Uh, This is all something I've recorded after the podcast uh, has wrapped up. Since during the podcast itself, I was kind of paralysed by the need to process the conversation versus the need to actually continue the show. Uh, so we we actually had to cancel and reconvene after that. It's uh, like pick up recording on another day because of that. It is going to lead to the podcast coming out a bit late, so uh, you know, sorry. But uh, there's a limit to how much energy I can afford to give. So, them's the breaks. I feel like a lot of our audience will get that. Uh, None of which is the point. I guess what I want to say about this is... There's... There's no good answer for it. There's no correct protocol to respond for this like there's a it that's why it's so difficult to talk about we all know this we're not equipped for this at all really and that itself can be seen as an indictment we can't process 
the entirety of everything that is fucked up about this situation at once. We would break ourselves trying. It's too... entangled. There's too many... Like, it's just interwoven, tangled threads of various different problems that have come together to form this just clusterfuck of wrongness. I wish there was a more elegant way for me to put it, but, I'm, but I, I can do no more than my best at the end of the day. The point being, this is a perfect storm, a, a confluence rather, of several different, initially separate issues. And the reason we're not equipped to deal with all of this coming together at once is because not enough work has been done on each of the issues separately. Society does not have its shit together with regards to everything that led up to this, and therefore the combination of all of it at once paralyzes us. There are a lot of individual conversations that need to move forward. Like, changes need to be made on a societal level to facilitate the existence of a solution to this. Because right now, we've really got nothing. Like, what happened was inevitable. As, as much of a cliché as it's become to say, there's nothing you could have done, most of us don't really want to believe that. Because it's a terrifying thought in and of itself. But if nothing changes, this is gonna keep happening. The people who spoke out against the abuse were not wrong to do so, and this is absolutely not their fault. But this is going to continue to be the inevitable result in cases like these unless serious work is done elsewhere. And that can't happen in silence. It can't happen if we don't talk about it. It can't happen if we're afraid to acknowledge that these things even exist. There's never going to be a version of this that doesn't end in tragedy if we don't keep pushing the world itself to be better. And so, the people who are using this... using what happened as an excuse to attack the victims, attack the people acknowledging the abuse, in order to pressure them into silence, you are the fucking problem. You have always been the fucking problem. And that is not going to change just because you are exploiting a suicidal person for use as a martyr. We all see you. You blatantly don't care about the idea of people being driven to suicide. If you did, you would not be attacking people. You can dress it up in as much self-righteousness as you want, no one's fucking fooled. This is just another excuse to them. The latest in a long pattern of observable behaviour. And you do not need to dignify that with your energy. 
because we know what this is about in actuality. We know it's being said in bad faith. We know that this is just meant to paralyse us so that certain people can get away with never having to change, never having to confront themselves. We know. So, yeah, that's... I've said my piece. I'm, I'm sorry for... if I got a little intense at the end there. Uh, it's difficult not to. It's difficult not to. So, yeah, that that's the closest thing to an answer I have right now. Take it for whatever it's worth, I just... I wouldn't have felt right leaving it unsaid. So, that all being the case, uh, we can now Tim Curry our way into the rest of the episode. Uh, don't worry, it it gets cheerier from here. So, yeah. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you in a second. SPACE! Tim Curry has intervened. Thank goodness. Yeah, and we, we actually have new news to show for it, so if Fair we may be up. permitted to hurtle inelegantly into the next topic... Yeah, I love hurtling inelegantly. It's the only it's one real of my way. favorite things. It's the only good way to hurtle. Elegance the only is way to the travel. Anathe- anathema to the hurtle. Some nice things happened yesterday Indeed. on the off day between our two recording sessions for this episode because that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, who wants to break the news? Maybe you should, Josh, since you literally found out two I, minutes ago. I, I literally <laughs> just found out two minutes ago, and therefore I am the most qualified because yeah. that's how it works. It's fresh in my in my brain, mind thoughts. You see. Uh, in, so in your head, jellies. Yeah, that the old thinking box, and it's here to report that. So, Sans Undertale wound up in friggin' Smash Brothers. He only just was in the which Smash. Is, which is which is kind of wild, because I assumed that that was just one of those fun lie jokes that everyone was telling. No, it, it happened. It happened. I mean, it's he's not his own unique character. He's a skin for one of the me fighters, the me gunner. But he's but, like a full. He's a fully done. Yeah, it, it's model. a it's a fully, He's not just. It's the same moves, but it's it, it's its own model, a very good model of a real fun skelly bonesman. The only thing is, is that you can select the head and the body. Separately, because that's something you can do with all the me skins. Did not huh. know that. That's an interesting. So you can twist. Uh, you can end up with naked sands, as many of us often do. Dreams have finally come true. There's like a white bodysuit for one of the skins, and I don't remember what it's about, but it just makes Sans look like he's not wearing any clothing. <laughs> Which, in fairness, he isn't. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's fun. It's real fun, yeah. and I don't know why I assumed it was never going to happen, but... 
Well, because it's an indie game. Yeah, I it, guess. Just... Well, I mean, like it was, it was a big, it, you know, Shovel Knight was an indie game. Shovel Knight ain't in Smash, though, is he? I, I thought it was. I thought there was some sort of association between the two, at the very least. Was that another one of those to... lie jokes? I, I mean, if Google it is, it's a lie this. joke that's sort of Mandela affected its way into my memory as being an actual part of a game that I've seen. I could have sworn. He's an assist trophy. He's not a Skinner character. Right, but he, so, he was in. He was considered to be worth acknowledging at the very yeah, least. Yeah, he's he's featured yeah. in the game at least. But yeah. to be fair, they they even released an amiibo of Shovel Knight. So true. But it, it would be foolish, foolish of them to suddenly pretend they didn't know who Shovel Knight was. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what it was about this in particular. Like it, I guess Undertale just felt like such a. Like the conceit of it made it feel like such an explicitly self-contained thing that the idea of it spilling over into anything else seemed almost antithetical. Yeah, it, it's weird because I remember I followed Toby Fox on Tumblr way back in the day before hmm. Undertale hmm. because obviously he was one of the main composers in Homestuck and yes. the leader of the music team. I followed him from that, and I got the Undertale demo day one and played Ooh. it then, and got the got the soundtrack for the demo for one US dollar. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, and I just thought, oh, this is a really fun little thing that is on here. That this music man I like did, and now Undertale has surpassed Homestuck in. <laughs> By quite a margin, I would say. Yeah. Mm. And it's just wild that we've reached the point where Sans Undertale is a smash. You know how many me gonna mains are gonna happen because of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <exactly>. inevitable. <laughs> They're gonna be It's so possibly the point. This. And uh there's two other fun things about this. <laughs> the first is that they announced it and then released it on the same day. Which smart right. move, honestly. Like yeah. the the hype must have like friggin' blown the roof off at that moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you can get your bones immediately. But like they never do that. It's yeah, weird. They never do that. I assumed it hadn't been released yet. I no, it's out. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's news to me. Yeah, that's uh, actually how I almost is... found it out earlier because there's there's a there is a receipt from my younger brother having bought this that was in my inbox and I just happened not to really read it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean, can you can you imagine? Because I'd I'd have had no one there to support me in this revelation at that. I would have just been one. <laughs> Barging throughout the house, just like is what reality is this? Just, just barreling around, screaming, "Sans Undertale, Sans Undertale." <laughs> ah, Mandela Have I slipped effects. out of consciousness again? Which, which, which is this? Another vision? Uh, the other fun thing. I'm gonna try and find the thread. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, but according to Toby Fox. <laughs> And uh, Sakurai, who's talked about it as well, 
Toby went to uh, Sakurai's house. Uh, they played Smash together, mm-hmm. and Toby Fox won handily. Huh. Um, and then Sakurai um drove him home in his own car while they listened to a CD of Smash music. Oh my god. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every every part of that has to be a lie. Because <laughs> it is just it is just so perfectly from moment one to the end something that somebody would make up as a joke. Yeah. It kinda does. Yeah. The world is beautiful sometimes, huh? Sometimes nice sometimes really strange, nice and insanely unlikely things just happen. So you get a smash CD. <laughs> yeah. Uh Sakurai seems very pure. That's Very nice. pure and good. Ooh, yeah. Like, lo- lots of things like this come out where he's just been really just generally nice. Uh-huh. I mean one of the one of the main reasons that Fire Emblem is popular now mm-hmm. is that he just really liked it and he refused to not put the characters in his <laughs> game because he liked it so much. That's so neat. Uh and in in recent in yesterday's stuff, he said um, that people should go and play Banjo-Kazooie on Xbox because he loves it, and he doesn't mind if people play different consoles. Oh. What so, I'm glad. What a nice I'm, boy. I'm glad when people turn out to be nice. Yeah. He just seems like a, he seems like a nice person. Uh, the other big news for indie games that came out in the Nintendo yes. Direct yesterday... Yes. Was Deadly Premonition 2. Yes. <laughs> so excited. Indeed. Yes. And Deadly Ooh. Premonition 1 is out on Switch, so I might actually play it now. Because <laughs> I've never was, actually if, played If it was it. my Switch, I would snap that up in a heartbeat. Because I've been, I've been looking for an excuse to go back to that. But honestly, like, it's... The only thing stopping me is I wouldn't be able to do it with headphones. Yeah, because <laughs> the the the, P- the old PS3, what I've got it on current, like, has not got the handy dandy little uh, little port in it for the doing of things. So I'd have to buy some sort of peripheral shite. Yeah, it's not 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 ideal to work with. But... It's not ideal, but dead, mm, this is good though. Deadly Premonition coming out in the sequel of it. Extremely uh, good. I saw on um. Swery's Twitter that apparently the port has received a bit of criticism and he's working mm-hmm. hard to get it fixed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was apologizing uh, for the port being uh, having some issues. Yeah, which I mean, you don't see that. <laughs> nope. No, I mean that, that that's fucking transparency in the games industry, and that's. I mean, so Swery's Twitter is adorable what, as what well. A bean, like, Swery's a bean. He's so good. He follows everyone who follows him on Twitter, which is a weird little detail. Um, but also, when Jim, Jim Sterling, obligatory Jim Sterling mention, uh, mm-hmm. got excited and started tweeting about it, 
Swery saw his tweets and then subtweeted him just saying, ha thank you, Jim. So that's a nice little thing. <laughs> it's such a lovely moment. What a pure man. A pure man. A pure man. He lives in the peers. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I'm just extremely excited for Deadly Premonition sequel yeah. and for more people to I'm finally in, get a chance I to play it. I am intrigued as to how that'll turn out. I'm not sh- I wasn't as sure how I felt about it at first. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of have this moment of like, it, it, it's deadly premonition. What are you, what are you fucking worried about, son? It, <laughs> Stop overthinking not, this. I, re- I don't. I really don't think that. Sorry, I completely lost it because <laughs> I saw I saw a picture of Poltegeist from New Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Poltegeist? No. Uh, no, but I feel like it's maybe some sort of ghost-type flying cup of tea fella. It's better than anything I could, like, ever imagine. Wow, really is. I like that. Let's inspect. That's exactly what you said it was. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, that's a fun squoosh. What an adorable little little guy. It's a little squoosh baby hiding in your teapot. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> He's very good and sweet and pure. He's a happy little wiggle baby. My team is going to have a poltergeist on it, and it's going to have an impidimp, because impidimp is also fantastic. <laughs> impidimp is a very uh, good name. <laughs> have you seen impidimp? <laughs> I've not seen impidimp. Enlighten me, please. Send us to that know. one, too. Yeah, I'm kind of behind on my Pokemon news, apparently. Impidimp is a little T-posing goblin. And therefore falls perfectly within our remit, really. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. What else is there to life? Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, he's beautiful. <laughs> I like him so much. He's doing a big blap. I love Impidimp. Apparently people hate him, though. Why? People are wrong. Yeah, the people yes. can be wrong, Spe- collectively. Special, beautiful boy. I'm going to pick him up and put him on the shelf where all the prizes live to show everyone he is good. Other people are obviously horny for Impidimp. Obviously. Yeah. 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 That's just Trying cause... to cover it up. They're ashamed of it. They're ashamed of their secret love. They're uh, ashamed you... of the truth. Well, yeah. Have Have you not seen... All of the new Pokemon, then. I don't really follow Pokemon anymore. I, it, it just got to a point where I've got to be like, I can't keep looking at all of these keys. And these strange, I love Clefkey. Leave me alone. I love Clefkey. There's a new there's a new one that got announced yesterday that's a cormorant that buffs up a fish to fire at people. I saw this one because people were sharing it on Twitter. <laughs> So I'm gonna send you the the currently announced new Pokemon in our cheeky triple A minute because this yeah. is important that you see these. <laughs> Tell me if any stick out to you particularly. I shall. Wooloo. Wooloo. Do you like Wooloo? That's how I imagine it talks. 
<laughs> or at the very least, it's how I'm going to talk every time I see one. I'm also going to send you the send you the list of Galarian forms because you need to see Galarian wheezing. Yamper, I don't know what I don't know what your deal is, but carry I've on. seen Galarian wheezing. That is a fabulous design. Yeah, Yamper is a gorgi. I'm quite fond of Alcremi. Yeah, Alcremi is very good, and the fact they announced all these these different color variants. Yesterday. Oh yeah, there they Roly are. Rolly Coley. It's just a, a Rolly Rock, and I—that's his name that really sells him to me. Yeah, that's that's the best part. Obstagoon. <laughs> the name's more fun than anything else. I don't know what's yeah, going on it... with this pillar, this obelisk fella. Oh, there's a hamster. Gets. It's got a form called a hangry form. I'm looking at it. I, I actually did know about this one already. I've found the cormorant. There he is. He's a good boy. The yeah. cormorant has been t- You can't call it its gulping form. <laughs> they can and they will. Particularly because I believe that gulping is already a Pokemon. Gulpin. So well, the. That's- Neither here nor there. I've seen the fish come out of him. Do you like it? It's like a happy little backwards dart. Yeah, it's the fish. The fish is having <laughs> a better time than the cormorant. He seems to be yeah. enjoying it for sure. I I love all of these guys. Well, he knows he's one at that point, really. He's these like, are... yeah, you, th- you thought you had me, didn't you? You f- you feathered fuck. <laughs> Ah, uh, these are some extremely good choices. There's just a fat man. No, what what they're saying is that there's something <laughs> that looks like an actual Pokemon in the background, but you can't quite see it. <laughs> okay, I was it's... hoping the Pokemon was just a fat middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> He's called Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he is the manager... Of a middle of a of, of a yeah, a mid tier electronic store, the 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 whole like villain plot of this game is based around what is essentially a FIFA chairman. <laughs> <laughs> Bit on the nose. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the Galarian forms page? Because. Uh, oh. uh, I didn't even register that that was a separate page. It was already there by the time I'd... Uh, nah, I was looking at it before. Galarian Weezing, yeah, you said? Yeah. Galarian yeah. Weezing is glorious. Oh yeah, I did. I This one I had already seen, and it's real fun. It's very good. A good chimney boy. They've got top hats that are also like tin mine chimneys. It's so good. <laughs> And then the weird kiss, Zigzagoon and Linoon. Yeah. Yeah, not quite sure what that's got to do with anything, but I'm in <laughs> I think it's because I think it's cause, um, European badges are those colours. That is and true. Zig- Zigzagoon and Linoon were originally based on Japanese badges combined with raccoons. With our badges combined. 
so they changed the colour for our badges and then realised... They've made a fun badger. They've made a fun kiss badger. Yeah, they they, re- they realised they this, this is like those fun rock musics. Yeah. But if if a if a badger was doing it, just snuffling around the ground. <laughs> so it's very good. It's very. It's good. real it, fun. It is extremely good. Maybe we should get so back that, to doing our. That was triple A minute. Yeah, triple A minute. Triple A minute is now. That, that's the Pokemon over. addressed. Everyone, shuffle yes. out the back doors, please. We will be burning down the building. So that that was our nice news that happened. Yay! Indeed. It's, it's not... time for. The Telltale Report. Let's return to the yeah, swirling so, nightmare. Yeah, a couple of a couple of gentlemen bought Telltale skin and have begun parading around wearing it. Oh. And oh. I don't know. I mean, I know, I know that it's bullshit. Well, and well yeah, I mean, haven't... it's yeah. Well, well, yeah. They're not off to the best start, are they? But people they... have been talking about this. Like I'm seeing the word revival around a lot. That makes me angry. And I think, I think that speaks to an underlying hope that people have for this, where it's like, oh, we quite liked Telltale's games. It's a shame they fucked it up with all the terrible things what they done. Maybe this is a chance for it all to you know come back, come back into the world. And mysteriously, all of the baggage has gone miraculously. It's, it's a new chapter, turn over a new leaf, new management, and they've not. They've offered the people who lost their jobs. Some Work on a temporary basis. Yeah, some people. With on a the temporary... vague promise that there may be a full time. Yeah. It's. Literally the only thing that's a revival about this. Yeah, well, I mean, they, is, they've is, nailed the ethos. It's the name, the ethos, and the fact that the games are back that all vanished. Yes. <sighs> so I guess that did did that actually explain why Not they really. have vanished? But, or would no? Yeah. It just means that somebody has the rights to put them up now. Because yeah. I heard someone say, well, I guess that explains why they disappeared too, but I'm like, does it? Or is I mean, that just why they've come back now? We can't know for sure, but my assumption was that the reason they were taken down was so they could go through some legal wrangling to transfer the rights. Yeah, that would have been my... It would, like, I think I said at the time it had to be about money, because there's just no, no other reason you would stop selling a product. And as we observed at the time, what was so disturbing about it was the complete lack of any information about what was going on and how quickly mm. it was happening and how, so without notice. Um, mm. But now it seems that we, we, we can at least make an educated guess as to why. Mm. Someone was buying up all the rates and wasn't quite prepared to announce a revival yet. I guess so. I, uh, I mean, I that opens up that. a very cynical possibility of the idea that they will, like, the hope would be that people would be like, oh my god, they're all back. I'm gonna buy 70 of them. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't mean to sound cynical, but that seems like to be exactly what's going on here. Do you know, well, like, I yeah, remember. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't like being cynical either, but, I mean. I like being fuck cynical. What else do you want from me? <laughs> Well, we'll let Ellie like take the lead cynical. on this one. <laughs> it's fun. Um, it's fun to be cynical about big companies because they're all bullshit. 
They uh, are all bullshit, but I mean, I'd rather they didn't exist, to be honest. Yeah, no, the, there's this corporate ship of Theseus. Okay, so the company that bought it is a Malibu-based company called LCG Entertainment. They're a new company formed by uh, Jamie Ottilie and Brian Waddle, who are described by IGN as, rather deceptively, game industry veterans. But uh, what they actually are is... Uh, where did I get my notes here? Well, I think, um, didn't one of them do a bunch of mobile shit? One of them was re- the CEO of the studio that did that and the Duck Dynasty games. <laughs> and the I other remember one... Duck Dynasty coming up now that you said that. And the other one is a former sales manager for the Havoc engine. I can't so, wait for okay. Duck Dynasty, the Telltale series. <laughs> oh my god, it might happen. Which dynasty are we going to duck next? Tune in next episode to find out. <laughs> find out how racist we can be next time. Yay! Pull out all the stops. Let's hunt some animals for no good reason whilst being racist on TV. That's the new Duck Dynasty theme song that I came up with, TM, copyright, reserved. It's the new Telltale Company Do not song, steal. Actually. Do not steal. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's some explanation here. A former manager at Telltale who wished to remain... This is uh, from the IGN piece on this, by the way. A former okay. manager at Telltale who wished to remain anonymous revealed to IGN that Otelli and LCG Entertainment purchased the rights to Telltale pa- this past spring in what was essentially a yard sale, they say. Uh, Jamie Otelli okay. picked up the Warner IP and the brand name. The new entity could now legally reactivate the licenses with the IP holder's blessings. However, IGN learned that certain licenses previously held by Telltale had reverted back to original IP owners. Minecraft went back to Microsoft, Marvel went back to Marvel, Disney. Uh, The Walking Dead went to Skybound, which we already knew. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers licenses and original Telltale IP are are now the ones that can be used by Telltale. Uh, By, not not by new, by uh, LCG. So that includes the Batman, the Wolf Among Us, and any of the original IP that Telltale had are all going to be the ones that LCG works with now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is everything back on sale? Or is it just I... the ones that they have the rights to specifically? Presumably just the ones they have the rights to. Let's do a little I thought, sure. I or, or at the very least, everything. now that it's finally settled, maybe they're back on sale with the money going back to the IP holders? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Intellectual property is fucking stupid. It really, it really is. is. It is absurd. Also, Sp- Spider-Man would have been public domain by now. Yep. It's maybe Disney worth the continuing to mention that, yeah. Batman yeah. is on sale right now. Batman the Enemy Within, the Telltale series, is currently on sale. Well, yeah, we knew about Batman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Wolf Among Us is also on sale again. Yes, we knew about that one. Mm-hmm. What any of, any of the Minecraft? ones that they don't technically own. Minecraft now Minecraft. belongs to Microsoft. Yeah, so I'm wondering if it's on or not. Yeah. Apart from Netflix, which is already confirmed. Does not look like it's on Steam, at the very least. Yeah, okay. Then. So I guess it's just part of the library that's been... secured. Yeah. You know what? You know what's sort of... faintly distressing me about this? I'm slightly worried that the progression's going to be, oh, they've only got some of the licenses. One of them is The Wolf Among Us. 
and therefore people's only takeaway is going to be maybe we're getting more Wolf Among Us. Yeah, it's when it comes down to they want to be able to feel that they can play the games again without feeling guilty and damn the consequences, they will look for any excuse to be able to do that. Which yeah, is why there's. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's what I was saying earlier. They want to believe things have changed. Well, they don't care if they've changed or not. They're looking for an excuse. They're looking for a, 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 a plausible deniability, and that's what they're trying to. That's what's trying to be. That's what they're attempting to I sell guess. here. I mean, there's a certain. Mind you, I feel like the subset of people who would see it that way, at least consciously, would not have cared. So, do we have anything else to say? I don't. I think as Not far as really. the Telltale thing goes, we said everything we wanted to say already, but I think this update does yeah. clarify a few things. Yeah. My outlook on the company is cynical, never really engaged with their output, yeah. so it's not like it really... They're pretty much it's not just, a huge deal to me beyond that. They're pretty much just IP vultures who are, as, as you said, like wearing the skin of Telltale and parading around in it. it yeah. And... and a lot of uh, like major games outlets are just kind of going along with it. I was just going to say that Josh said that he was cynical about the company, as if he wasn't cynical about companies. Yeah, that's true. It was more just <laughs> yeah. a soundbite that I can like cut out of this recording yeah. and then just edit in just... every time we talk about a company henceforth. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I despise repeating myself, so I just thought, you know, streamline the process. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, yeah. So, have you been thinking about things josh sorry i shouldn't use the word things it, it's gonna yeah it's gonna you, cause a fight of light refunds we we can't be taking risks <laughs> on on this most tim curriest of nights <laughs> uh, I've, okay. I've been i've been contemplating concepts shall we say ah uh, cool I've, I've been i've been having stuff happen in my brain you could call them in a manner of speaking Cash back. Oh, are you are you doing Josh Deep Thoughts? That's my favourite bit. I'm Wanky Beats. I walked Hello, into the recording Beats. tent. I remember you. Yeah. Which is good. You've been here for two days. Been if I haven't moved. Do you know how to spell my name? Uh, I'm willing I, I to bet there it's... are some fun Z's where they wouldn't normally go. Yeah, I'm willing to bet there are more than more than one, perhaps. Gonna no, go there. there's only one. Oh, only one. Okay. Yeah. Kitchen's direct. Uh it's is. I think it's very cool the spelling, so that's why I'm bringing it to the table on my TV. Okay, well, well, um, you know, offer it up. It's W A N Q. E, oh. E, E, space, B, E, 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 T, S, Z. That is unconventional. It's cool, right? It's pretty good. Do you have something of a repu- of a reputation as an auteur? Because that's the that's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, someone who's really making a statement out there. I don't have any reputation. Uh, not n- none at all. As I said, I'm the number five white rapper in Bristol, or from Bristol, and a lot lower on the actual list. I've forgotten the number I said. 
70-something. Yes, I, I remembered that much, at least. Um, You're right if I sit in and listen to Josh's deep thoughts. You may, like you may do so, wanky boots. Maybe um, I'll inspire you. I'll write a rap about maybe, it. Maybe, maybe we could help each other out, because I, I actually do require assistance with this one, because I, I was hoping you could... Uh, you you all could help me resolve an issue. Okay. So, uh. I don't quite know what to make of this, but I guess I'm going to Sombraria. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. I just, I just hallucinated it. Very much in the same vein as I'm not 430. I had I had I had a vision which which was just just some guy and I can't remember the exact tune which infuriates me because it was so vivid at the time and I knew I was going to forget it but I still didn't write it down but he was just going sombreria 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 Sombraria, Sombraria, just like that, and yeah, real like holiday beach time. You can you can have a fun time in the summer music, and then with that, yeah, I'm picturing like a one of those seventies style like space, like really campy like musical space opera type type affairs. Maybe I can write a rap section for it. Like, you may er- have to, but unfortunately, I don't have the original score because it evaporated from my mind because I oh. didn't write it down like a fool. So you you would have to probably but, start the composition over from like, scratch. Like during a bridge, you could go sombreria. It is the place we go when we want to see a what rhyme should go? Uh, snow, uh, Joe. When, when we want to see a snow. To. Just the uh, one. Mm. We don't want it to get overbearing. That, yeah, that could see, actually that's... be a good marketing angle if that's what Sombrari is about. Yeah, Which I don't really know. Fun. All I know for certain is that I also heard the voices of my two dear younger siblings casually discussing plans for us to all go to Sombraria. Well, at least so we were I guess, I guess nice I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're all get, we're taking a family out into Sombraria at some point, and I don't know what that entails am i invited you may have to be because I, I don't know i don't know what I'm, you may wish you weren't i don't we, we have no intel i have no idea what sombraria is i count as honorary family due to the fact that i bought you molog and you did um, you, and that, everyone that, knows that buying a molog does family make that is that the old sad, saying that sad frog is a blood oath as far as i'm concerned <laughs> And then that is frogs are what bonds are made of. They really but, are. They're, frogs are thicker than blood. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong is the thing, Martin. Oh, Martin. Oh, Marty Moo. <laughs> I only have one other clue. All right. With regards to Sombraria, and it was a similar auditory hallucination that I had later. Seemingly unrelated, but I don't think entirely unrelated in actuality, of a man just saying, Yeah, 
That's some real hover party music, baby. Okay, so I'm picturing a guy. So I guess right? I'm having a hover party in Sombraria? Yeah, so I'm picturing a guy on the beach, right? Shirtless, with these big, like, two big Hawaiian yeah. trunk, like, swimming trunks. And he's there's one some... snow there. Yeah, there's one there's snow. Right? snow. <laughs> but what's happening is he's got these, like, he's got these mirror shades, like, they wear for skiing. And he's just kind of leaning mm-hmm. back, and he's got a towel draped over his shoulder, and the single snow that's there, he's staring right at it. He's addressing the snow. Yeah, laser focused in the snow. The single unit of snow. (laughs) Is it how much you can get in a cone or not? (laughs) Is it one flake? Is it precisely one one snowflake? No, because that's a snowflake. Is the thing it has to come together to form. It's it's like a molecule, I guess. So when so when people say they've gone to see the snow. What they mean is they've gone to where lots of snow is, so it's like it's one single collective unit of snow. What is what is the critical mass that snowflakes have to reach to be snow? Hmm. There has to be enough to fill a cone. <laughs> You're staying away from carbs, or have to be gluten free. If you if you have to be gluten free, it does change a lot of the meteorological standards. <laughs> yeah, you it could, does. You could have a gluten free cone, or one of those paper cones. Oh yeah, like, you could do that. Like the little paper cones that they use in the um the I not I say it's wrong one uh monsters <laughs> ink. Paper they used in the ice age. <laughs> Monsters Inc. When they're up the mountain, those, well, yeah, those, the fun, those, the fun yeti, the, the snow cones in that were, they were very, like, viscerally tactile for me. They were one of the things that, as a child, if that makes any sense, there are a few things That's, like that. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I, I remember feeling something similar, to be honest. Now that I'm it's a, like, I've not thought about Monsters Inc. in a heck of a long time. The, the bugs they that. eat in Lion King, or uh, sound is the thing. Lots of lots of bits like that. There's just something I'll see, and it'll be very visceral. Yeah, the bug thing. I get mm. what you mean. Actually, I think I had a similar experience to that. It's the combination of like the visuals and the sound together just create this very. You can feel that when you see it. Mm. The power of the yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, those they had little paper cones for those. So yeah. So if you they, wanted to not interfere with your snow measuring, they had a piss joke in it. Oh, that's better nice. of. Yeah, because he, he's like, um, you might want to stay away from the yellow ones. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. They're just lemon, is what he says. And then <laughs> Mike, just kidding, guys. I didn't piss on them. Yeah, and then Mike starts throwing him at Sully, and it's all sad because Bigfoot's, um, or the Yeti, or whatever, yeah. is, is the Abominable Snowman, that's what he was called in it. Mm-hmm. Um, although he, he wanted to be called the Adorable Snowman, he said, so I'm just going to go with that, because that's like his All the Agreeable Snowman. Yeah, he chose Yeah, all that, the Agreeable yeah. Snowman, yeah. Um, he, he looks really upset while... 
Mike's throwing all of his lemon snow cones at Sally. I mean, it does look a lot like piss. <laughs> yeah. Again, power of the mind, isn't it? Yeah, it's a power The image of persuader. piss becomes piss. If you believe it's real, the piss is a tulpa. Ashes oh to God. ashes, piss to piss. I feel like we've not addressed the hovering. Okay, okay. Hovering, <laughs> though, right? So, are we talking, like, hoverboards? Or, like, magical hovering? It's real hover party music, baby. I don't know what else to tell you. This is all the information I was given. Blimps. Are they a hover or more of a floaty? Oh, yeah, you're right. No, okay, okay. they're a float. Hydrofoils. Um, no. Otherwise known as hovercraft. No, it's not those. Oh, okay. It's, like, <laughs> giant hoverflies that you ride... With integrated music setups that play the uh, hover party music, baby. Oh yeah, okay. That that makes. I was gonna say sense, but it doesn't. <laughs> it makes something. It it works for our purposes. <laughs> it does it. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> ah, splat. Okay, him. so I'm. There's going to be one of those in Sombraria, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we have to be there. Like, we cannot miss. Yeah, you, you should probably be invited because you know what any of it means. Does Sombraria <laughs> have anything to do with Sombreras at all? Or does it just have nothing to do with Sombreras? My assumption would be that it was some. Maybe Do the Sombreros hover? <gasps> Maybe they spin round on your heads to generate lift like a helicopter. So you have to, like... Use the, they're gonna get a chin strap and they're just gonna lift you up by your head. Probably, I mean that that I mean it would basically scalp you in the process, <laughs> spinning that fast on you. There, there must be a. So the 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 choice, I guess, is between flies mm-hmm. with with in, integrated music systems, right, or a hat that could rip your skin off. But it might not. And is it worth the gamble? <laughs> you're making some good points. It might not. There is a chance that it won't. And if I mean, it you would assume no... they wouldn't have... Like, they'd never have gotten out of the R&D stage if that was still an issue. You'd have thought, right? There well... must be some sort of interface between the head. Okay, so you... Like, you, some you, sort of plating. Here's where the gamble the head here's from the gamble spin damage. On one hand, you're kind of right, right? They probably would have had some sort <laughs> of plating... Uh, during the R&D stage to stop the scalping from happening. But there's also the chance that the company that made them invested too much money in these prototypes and had to have them work. So maybe they cut a few corners here and there. Maybe we they... don't know what the regulations are exactly. in some area. Exactly. Maybe it's we, like they, the lobbyists or... could have like, yeah. Maybe there's like no laws there. It might be a pirate state. It may be. We just don't know. Because we know nothing about Sombraria. Are hover parties illegal? Is that why it has to happen in Sombraria? Is it like an underground, like, secret rave, but in the air? I mean, my siblings seemed really casual about describing it. Just talking about it openly in my mind. So I feel like it would... They'd be more sort of like, you know... Circumspect. Wink, wink, hush, hush, yeah. Mm. Bit more maybe. discreet, perhaps, if it were illegal. So, okay, so maybe might ju- it's it like... might just be innocent flies. 
maybe it is not so much illegal. Maybe it's just legally dubious. Like they've only been around for about a yeah, year, it's, it's in and like, they have the we... regulations haven't really caught up to them yet. I have no mm. idea what you're talking about. It's funnier that way. <laughs> Neither do we, Elodie. You... Uh, You'll so, fit right in. Uh, are you satisfied, Josh? I mean, at the end of the day, there's no way of knowing until we turn up. There's no earthly we'll... way of knowing. There's no earthly way of knowing till you turn up and it's flies. <laughs> or perhaps a dangerous hat. <laughs> Maybe it's not entirely legal. Willy Wonka's chocolate, yeah. <laughs> Drink the juice and float away. It certainly isn't showing any signs that we're not going. So, which I guess means we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That double negative is very sneaky. Sombraria had better be real after all this. <laughs> I'm not going to a fake country again. Like, do we have to? If we have to start it, I learned my lesson last time. Make it real. Normally I'd send someone... It is not a fake country. Is that the new national anthem? Because I'm into it. Yeah, it was to the the tune of the... uh... Ties in fun Wonka jokes. Yeah, it it was the Tim Burton Willy Wonka. Normally I'd send someone in to do reconnaissance on Sombraria and find out the situation, but unfortunately uh, Rockefeller Cormglaive never made it back from Big Ben, so I've got no one. Huh. At the moment. Yeah, he never actually made it inside Big Ben. Oh. He, he was just found stabbed to death outside. <laughs> you know, Broad it's, daylight, it's London. Actually, they saw, yeah. Yeah, they Sometimes saw, that happens. A lot of people saw it happen. Apparently the, the, uh, the attacker just stabbed him 42 times in the chest while shouting, My name is Elodie Cunningham and I'm here to kill this man who I detest. So, I mean, what a weird thing to say. I mean, that could be yeah. anyone. Who would really do such a thing? thing for somebody to say? Yeah, really weird. Who would yeah. do such it's, it's not. Well, it's not a lot to go on. It'll have to so, be a cold case forever. This one. I guess we will never know. Yeah, we will never. So There's we're just definitely... we're just gonna have to go to Sombraria and experience this hover party, baby. So that was Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Look at them there in the fucking shed. Fuckem shed. The, the, sta- the shed. statement I said was accurate. You can deal with it later after we've done the show. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's for Fuckem tomorrow's shed. problems. So I guess we're doing recommendations now. Yep, let's do that. Yeah, Let, let's do that thing. Did Did your motherfuckers know that Owlboy was on PS4 this whole time? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, so I guess it, it came to PS4 at some point. It's wow. yes, on PC and Switch, so I just assumed it was on PS4. I have to get that shit. I did. I did, I just stumbled across it one day because I, I the only thing I remember about the one and only encounter I'd ever had prior with Alboy is that looks cool. Oh no, I don't have access to it. I'm really annoyed about that now. I saw so a obligatory Jim just... Sterling mentions video about it. That's, I think that might be the third obligatory Jim Sterling mention we've had in this episode thus far. We're 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 eating into the ne- the subsequent episodes now. It's good because at a certain point we have to start calling them like gratuitous Jim Sterling mention. <laughs> that is that is that's we that's, could just call them OGM. OGM. If we Ooh, just, I like that. It's uh, mysterious. O- if we just go ah uh, OGM, OGM, then o- yeah. only. 
only our like hardcore fanatics like Martin will yep. get it. <laughs> Sorry, worry, you're the uh... only person I know specifically who's listened to every episode of this, so I'm a few episodes behind at this point, but yeah, I will okay. catch up. I will catch yeah. up. <laughs> if you have also listened to every episode of the Indie Haven podcast, uh, please accept as a token of our gratitude yeah. a copy of Half-Life 2 on stage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stay true. Stay... One day you two can be on the podcast. <laughs> if you are true of heart and stout of bladder. teapot. What the fuck? Owlboy. <laughs> Owlboy I was going to talk about. It's, it's, it's good. The, like, mecha- mechanically it's a bit wonky. You, you fly about as a, a little boy who is an owl, hence the name. And it's, it, for the most part, it's fine. It's not. There's nothing tremendously remarkable about it outside of the fact that it's always nice to fly around with your big feathery wings. All good, because you know that that doesn't get done a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to shoot little fiends who want harm on you out oh, of the sky, and that fiends. can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at points. It feels like, and I guess partially because you don't get uh, you don't get to fly around in a lot of stuff. It feels like we're not quite there yet with in terms of making that a smooth process. There are certain enemies where it just feels like you you cannot reasonably be expected to deal with them using the tools that you've been given. Like it, it's almost a like fifty-fifty shot, whether you can get out of the way in time, and it doesn't always entirely feel like it was your fault. Mm. That's a very um, classic platformer design problem. Yeah, there are, there are certain bosses that have that problem too in a big way, but the story is real good. There's a fun spider in it who is. The best. A fun spider, eh? Indeed, there's a fun spider. Do you know who I am? Are you the fun spider merchant? Come to capitalise on our interest in fun spiders. Would you like to buy a fun spider? (laughs) You're skittering up the wall. I'm not going to be able to hand you my coins if this keeps up. You're going to be too far up. Reach my neck out, place the coins under my tongue. Very well, pay the man whimsy. Pay the man whimsy, I'll take a spider, thank you, a fun one that you're selling. Oh, thank you, Chad. (laughs) He scattered off. Excellent. I am in mortal terror. Well, I think more fool you, Martin, because you've missed out on your chance to acquire a fun spider. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm that sure. will not play into anything later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's the strength 
of Owlboy is really in the narrative, which makes it annoying to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, there's some... There's... It, it really, from the offset, uh, hammers on themes of being made to feel like a failure. And sort of, like, not being able to live up to the unrealistic expectations placed on you by the people around you. And it's... And, it, like, it does it does interesting things with the tutorial to that effect. It's, like, sort of some interesting subversions at play there. Hmm. I'm really into that and, idea. Yeah. Yeah, and with, with it being a short game, it doesn't take too long for you to get closure on that either so it's it's not like you've got this lingering over your head for like an unbearable amount of time if you know if it's if you're someone who like just doesn't want to deal with that of an evening but uh yeah also robot pirates which i'm always up for oh yeah that's always fun robot pirates in the sky where they belong so so speaketh Rayman Revolution, and so shall be the will of the cosmos. Or at least me, because that's where I want my robot pirates, thanks. It's where they belong. Yeah, and there's fun roly-poly little dragon things who are good. Uh-huh. They're real good, and they go squish. Oh, that sounds so fun. Owlboy, get it while it's hot. Soon there'll be none left. They'll have <laughs> used all the owls. We're going to run out of all the owls and all the boys, and then what will we do? Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> so, Ella, did you have something you wanted to recommend? So, the game that I've been playing is Fire Emblem. Constantly. Since it came out. That's fair. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes sense. So, I'm just... I was quick to say it was very good. And Claude's has praxis, so Golden Deer, my friends, Golden Deer. Golden Deer it is. Should I ever uh, have the opportunity to play it, I'll know what to do. Yes. Um But I thought that it would be fun to recommend something completely left field. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Have either of you ever heard of Crypt Worlds? No. No. Cryptworld is a free, independently developed game that came out a few years ago. Okay. It's surrealism at its finest, and it captures dream logic better than anything else I have ever played. It's so bizarre. Cryptworlds. Cryptworlds. Crip Worlds, Your Darkest Desires Come True, is what it's called. I'm intrigued. I shall observe it with my face. Oh, I see it, yeah. Oh, well, this website is quite something. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It's very strange. But the main reason I like it is that it just it just does capture how it feels to be in a bizarre dream and how it feels completely logical in the dream whilst being complete nonsense at the same time. <laughs> I am a complete mark for stuff like that. I I yeah. love dream-like 
yeah, I, aesthetics I'm... in video games in particular. It's it's uh, a lot. Some of the some of the character models are like bizarre three D things, and other ones are you know those rotating two D sprites that yes. yeah. There's just a bunch of Indiana Joneses everywhere that have that just have their own separate dialogue. There's a burger shop you can visit uh, where you buy bugs. Uh, and the whole For plot... Burging. Yes, the whole plot is about uh, the the villain, Dendigar. Um, Wonderful. Who you gotta stop. But Dendigar is in like one of the first areas and you can just go up to him and he says, Hi, I'm Dendigar. <laughs> And like that's so that's so silly and bizarre, but it is also the sort of thing that happens in dreams all the time. Yeah, like we got to stop this guy. <laughs> They're just hanging out here. There he is. <laughs> hey, what's yeah. up? Dendigar is also a uh, a radical elephant, backwards baseball cap elephant that has a pentagram on its head. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, so I'm fond of this. Yeah, it's just it's just very bizarre. I can't I can't do justice to it describing it. I think I think that you should play it. And if you don't play it, at least like watch Vine Source's stream on it, which is how I initially found it. Sounds uh, good to me. It's I shall put that a look. Yeah, it's it is bizarre. Um and I love it a lot. I'm going to need to bookmark this, or I'm not going to remember where it is. If I recall correctly, also the like voice, the voice clip that plays whenever you talk to people is generally "Num Tammy da," and I like that a lot. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like everyone says that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you could, wouldn't you? Mm. I would just did. I would communicate entirely in that. So yeah, Crip Worlds. Play video game. Play the game of World Script. (laughs) Say. Okay, so I I initially had something I wanted to recommend, uh, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. find it again. It was this tiny Uh little browser game, which was really, really a neat idea. The concept, maybe if someone recognizes this, they could tell me what it was called and how to find it again. Um, mm-hmm. it, the, the, the concept was that you are this guy who washes up on an island, a freezing island, and you have to build a little house and then do a little farm. It's, it's, it's just a, you build a little house for yourself, you build a little farm to keep yourself yeah. alive, and so on and so forth, with the aim of rebuilding your raft so you can escape the island. And it does. It's got these cute little mechanics that work pretty well. And one of the little interesting things that you do to progress through the game is uh, actually decorate your little shed that you build, your cabin, with these little kind of uh, personal items. And at the end of the game, it takes about maybe ten minutes if you play through it in one setting. It's very short, and it reaches a point at the end where you are kind of forced to make a decision between: Do you stay on this island? with the new life you've just built for yourself? Ah. Or do you leave on your now-completed raft and 
return to the 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 other world and or risk a, t- taking to the seas again and it's like it's a really interesting question to me and it, it it's a really cute little game it does really like fun little thought-provoking thing and i'm so frustrated i can never find it again so if anybody out there who's listening anybody... knows what it is please tell me at first and, uh, you can have a copy of Half-Life 2. I first, came, I first came across it after there was a small review on Polygon. No, not Polygon. Waypoint. And I wasn't able to find it again after that. Um, I couldn't track down the review and I couldn't find the game. So if anyone knows what it is, please let me know because I badly want to remember what it's called. But to make up Subject for the fact down. that I couldn't remember this game to recommend it. Uh, Subject can... to availability, by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm also going to recommend that you all play Haunted Cities, which is a fantastic trilogy of surrealist horror games by a Ketty Horror Show, available on itch.io. Uh, they were originally released as experimental games for monthly rewards for Ketty Horror Show's Patreon, uh, but they released them for uh, on itch for free, or like pay what you want. Oh, fuck! And... What? So- sorry, sorry. Are you I, okay? I just... Um... I just realised that, you know, you know, OJM's old yeah. uh, YouTube series, Itchio Tasty. Yeah. I just realised it's a play on Itchy Tasty and not just you're, you're something. You're shitting me. Yeah. Oh my god. That's that's why I. I did not. That's why I had oh. that reaction. Oh. I I will admit I had no idea it was a play on anything to begin with. I wasn't oh, I... familiar with Itchy Tasty at the time. Yeah, I I didn't. I thought it was just something bizarre, and I liked it for that. And I just how did I not know this before? Oh. Really? No one? I didn't yeah, tap on it at all. No, I just had that realization when you started talking about Itchio. Because when I hear the when I hit itch.io, I think Itchio Tasty, and then I remembered Itchy Tasty because I've learnt of that since, thanks to independent video game The Binding of Isaac. Um, anyway, uh, go play uh, fucking, go play Haunted Cities, it's for free on itch.io, go do it and throw Katie Horror Show some money because she's a fabulous developer. Give her some money points. Yeah. Uh, I think that was all I had in mind. Uh, there was one other one, but I forgot. Oh, yes, it was... Yoku's Island Express, which is a rather fun concept. Now, I didn't bring it up first because I haven't actually played it yet, but it looks really cool and I really want to. Okay. Um, and I have it ready to go. I just haven't booted it up. Uh, it is a Metroidvania platformer adventure game with pinball. And it's got really, okay. it's got really colorful, pretty graphics and the animation is buttery smooth and it looks really, really nice. And uh, essentially, it's an island adventure, magical island adventure, where you are this little dude with uh, a rope around a big rock, and you use these pinball buffers and pinball flippers to just flip the rock about the place, and he gets pulled along, and you do platforming and solving puzzles and stuff like that, and it looks delightful, so go check it out. This motherfucker's getting dragged along by the rock that's being hit around with pinball flippers. Yeah, it's fucking wonderful. <laughs> that's uh, the like the unnecessary degrees of separation there. Yep. The animation looks nice, the music is lovely, there's like really, really pretty that, graphics. That's, it's re- definitely that's conceptually beautiful. 
It's also the debut game from a, a new studio, so yeah, and it's always worth a look as well. It's technically um, not indie because it was published by Team Seventeen, so I guess it doesn't really count. But you know, uh, we, look at we it talked, anyway. We talked yeah. about um, banjo, not banjo, so ukulele on here, uh, and true. I reviewed it. Okay. I reviewed it for the site when it came out. We all kind of know what indie is, really, yeah. even if we don't really define it that clearly. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this, but it's a. It's it's an attitude more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Ukulele was a, a game that deserved a higher score than Breath of the Wild. <clears throat> oh, uh, don't you go praising those lizards? I like ukulele. <laughs> I don't I think it. it. I don't think it's the most special thing in the world, but I think that it does what it sets out to do and is terrifically fun. It's a it's a laugh for a minute. Yeah, and that's, that's well. Enough. That's what it needed to be. Sometimes you can't say fairer than that. Breath of the Wild is a technically more impressive game, but it's also relatively hollow. We, we've talked about this. I've talked about this at length. Yeah. Uh, I just I just remembered that I gave uh, ukulele an eight out of ten, and and have. Stated in the past that Breath of the Wild is a six out of ten, so <laughs> which you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the but beautiful pe- world of digital are... art. You're allowed to feel different things. Yeah. About it. Feel different things about whichever different strings. Exactly. Because at the en- at the end of the day, fuck off <laughs> <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know. I just pulled out an eyebrow hair that's roughly three centimetres long. Oh, wow. Excellent. Shall we end the show? Yeah. Where can we find you? You can find me screaming in the background. You can find you can find me on Twitter uh, at no crows here. I am now Snoots Aloof. Which is for, a good name. For a, for a reason that I've completely forgotten but it I I said it for some reason and it amused me to do so so that's my name now there. Um uh, you can find out. me you can find me on the youtube.com of it as well. Look for the abominable showman. I've got Gauntlet Dark Legacy, I'm doing Rayman Revolution, I'm doing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I'm gonna show people how to get all of the good shit. If you if you want that, yeah, that's 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 basically all my stuff. Eat it, please. <laughs> mm, yummy. <laughs> Martin. Okay. <laughs> well, my, my Twitter is. Oh, it's through, me, Martin from Scotland. That is an okay. uncanny impression. It's like there's two of me on the podcast. You can take your leaves, but you can never take our bamzuki. Well, Elodie, I'm going to need you to rein in the satire, okay? This is a bit too cutting edge for me. <laughs> Something. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you, I'm, you I'm can find me on Twitter. I, I like boys. <laughs> uh, I feel called out. 
right now. Roasted. Live on indie. Lampooned. Well, I like Which I imagine that. is like a harpoon with, with like a lamp on the end of it. Because that's a fun <laughs> thing to think about. The fun thing about having an untenable... Oh, sorry. Fuck. The fun thing... The fun thing about having an untenable amount of characters on this podcast is that I can make them interject with praise of me, like I just did. <laughs> so, Martin. Yeah, Martin, tell us your things now. You can mostly Please. find me on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter's been through some stuff lately. My old account got banned. Mm. Banned for impersonating. Can you, can you explain? Can you explain what Fry Fry Burger was now that you're not Fry Fry Burger anymore? Uh, right, if I can remember it all. Okay, so it was... You took the it's... secret to your grave. Let me think. Okay, so it started off with Fry, which was a nickname they gave to me because we knew too many Martins. And we were all super drunk, and this seemed like a great idea at the time. So their logic was that Martin sounds a bit like Martine. Where a famous Martin was Martin McCutcheon, who was on EastEnders. And that sounds a bit like Benders, which is a horrible word, but also a bit like Bender, the Futurama character, whose best friend was called Fry. But you couldn't spell it with a Y, because my name already had a Y in it. So it had to be spelled F-R-I-E. And I thought that if I can make it sound fancier, if I give it, a, a fancy European surname too. So technically, my full title is Baron Fry von Freiburger. You know when you don't expect something to be worth the wait, and then you're just utterly proven wrong. <laughs> Anyway, that person is dead now. <laughs> oh. Killed by Jeff Bezos because I got banned from Twitter for impersonating an Amazon brand ambassador for a joke. And they didn't like that very much, so I got banned. And, <laughs> and well, uh, I've got so, a fucking business. So I started a new account, and it at, is at isthismartin, so that's I-S-T-H-I-S-M-E-R-T-Y-N. I believe my nice. current username is All Time Things Talk Quiz Champion. Uh, <laughs> which no uh, one will get for a minute yeah no mm. one will get it but mm. i will i'll know you'll know in your heart uh you can also find me running the uh i'll be posting this episode up on the twitter the indie haven podcast twitter account and their facebook account and yeah that'll be me Ah. Uh. You can find me on Twitter at KemiWords. Oh. oh shit, I thought you'd done your <laughs> No, I hadn't. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at KemiWords, C-H-E-M-Y-Words. <laughs> I was really confused why you weren't close enough. <laughs>
<laughs> Listen I'm so to sorry about course. that. For some reason, I had it in my head that Martin went third. Offforcepodcast.com. <laughs> uh, we haven't had as many episodes out recently as usual, just because this has been a hell summer. Yes, yeah, uh, it's but, so awful. But we're, we're doing our best to get back on track. We got episodes recorded, it's just getting them edited. Uh, uh, videos, youtube.com slash LED Cunningham. I have some ideas for ones. Hopefully I'll actually do them rather than just, like, not doing it at all. Mode. Um, 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 at Things Talk Wow on Twitter, try and guess which one of us did which. Yeah, I guess I could have said that in my bit now as well. Oh yeah, I'm also yeah. on Things Talk this week, so check that out. <laughs> yeah, check that, that. check that hecking out. Uh, yeah, Fairweather Things Talk co-host Martin Bryson. <laughs> Whenever I have time, which is not often these days. Uh, I think that's everything, right? That's us. Mm. Yeah. Josh, do you have some? Do you have some advice? Do you think a snake could suck its own dick? Whoa. You're very vulgar on this episode, Josh. You said you said the fuck word like twice, and now you're talking about autofilacio herpetology. I mean, I'm just saying the Ouroboros has got to be doing something. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>